You're listening to the Two for the Road podcast. I'm Simone. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to episode 13 of the Two for the Road podcast. Where we are taking on life one episode at a time. And Katie is going to open the show with a piece of news. And I don't know what this news is because she hasn't told me. So, Katie. Okay. Do your thing. I, I will. Um, recently, if you live in <clears throat> Minnesota, you have probably heard about this. Uh, well, I don't know. If you live around me, you've probably heard about this. <laughs> um, recently, the, uh, um, the owner of Kowalski's, which I believe is a Minnesota-run, um, grocery store chain. I don't know if it's outside Minnesota, but I, I know- don't either. I don't know. Um... Hmm. But I know it's in Minnesota, and it's a chain. And the owner recently died while he was in Canada. Now, I, I personally take this as, as a threat, because last two weeks ago, we discussed, um, uh, we accidentally insulted Canada's fan fiction. That's true, we did. And last week, we spent, like, Ten minutes talking about how wonderful Minnesota is. Oh, we also did. We did. So, something tells me we have, like, one fan who's, like, a 14-year-old Canadian girl. And she got Mm. insulted and took her anger out on the owner of Kowalski's. And I I think... Personally, Canada, I'm, I'm I'm a little offended by this. I bet her name's Haley. (laughs) <laughs> and I bet she spells it like H A L E E. That's what I'm betting. No, no insults to anyone who does spell their name that way, unless you're the person. Unless who, you're 14 year old and from Canada. Who murdered been... the guy from Kowalski's? Just and and I'll have you know that there are like adult ways to handle your anger, and murdering the or- owner of a grocery store chain is not one of them. Like, no, try again. <laughs> so I-, I would just like to say Canada. And, and all of those 14-year-old fan fiction writers who live there, um, we're watching, and we are hmm. prepared, hmm. and I, I, have, I have personally posted, like, guards at all of the Minnesota-run corporations here, yep. so, and they know Canadians. We are, we are waiting for you. Yes. Also, I have a plan to tunnel my way into, uh, Juneau, which is in Alaska, so not Juno, um, to tunnel my way into Saskatchewan <laughs> with a plastic spoon from McDonald's, um, and I will be, I'll be coming to get you if, you know, another grocery store owner dies, so. Well, what if he doesn't live in Saskatchewan, or she doesn't live in Saskatchewan? Well, Saskatchewan is where I'm gonna start, because we all know that the name Saskatchewan sounds a lot like sketchy and you know sketchy places are where you check for criminals this is ridiculous why do we even come out I of my mouth i think we should apologize for this podcast because um it's you know pretty early in the morning <laughs> it's early for us i mean yeah and we're both kind of feeling very low-key very and yet chill very chill and yet for some reason very like hyper at the same time. Yeah, chill but hyper. So, <sighs> this should be interesting. 
This should be extremely interesting. Okay, now is the part of the show. Okay, every time I say, like, the part of the show, I feel like I'm from VeggieTales. And, and is there, like, a line in VeggieTales, commonly, that's something about, like, now for the part of the show... It probably is, because they have, like, little sections, like, they'll have the show, and then they have the silly songs, and then another show. I feel like there's, well, they, they go, now it's time for Silly Songs with Laddie. That- yes! Oh my gosh, you're so good at imitating that voice. Do it again. Now's the time for Silly Songs with Laddie. Oh my gosh, are you sure that you don't actually have a double life? <laughs> well, you know, I could, you know, I could be, like, a reincarnate of the guy who does that voice, but then he would have had to die, and I don't think he's dead. No, I think he's like 35, to be honest. Like, oh. he's pretty young. Then maybe I am him in another life. I like that theory. But either way, that was a pretty darn good impression of him. Well, thank you. I, I you pride should... myself on that. Yeah, you should be an impressionist, and not a painter, but like... <laughs> And a person who does impressions. Well, I am striving to be an actress, so naturally work on my impressions. Okay. Either way, whether you are the reincarnate of him or not, now is is time for me to give the rundown of the show. Um, We have a pretty basic show today. We're going to give you the lowdown showdown on our weeks. Um, We are going to talk about some new finds that we've got. We're going to share awkward and awesome stories. And am I forgetting a segment? Weeks, new finds, awkward, awesome stories. No. Okay. Well, then that might be it. That'll be a short show. It's possible that if we get to the end and we still have some time... If we're, like, under 40 minutes, I'll... I have something that I could pull out. Okay. Okay. Oh, and you have that thing you wanted to tell me. Don't forget about that. That story... It's the thing from the state fair. Yes! I also... I'll probably include that in my week. Okay. Cool. So, go. Go for it. Oh, me first. Go for it. Okay. Um, so we podcasted last Saturday. I think. Um, was it Saturday? Might have been Saturday. Or was it Sunday? Might have been Sunday. Either way, I went to the state fair on Monday. I hadn't gone when we recorded last, I don't think. Um, and I went with two friends, and we had a lovely time. It was the last day of the fair, and people are pretty chill on the last day. And, you know, we got Sweet Martha's cookies and did all sorts of fun stuff. Um, the last day of the fair... They have what's called a beer crawl. Katie, do you know what that is? No, but I can I can kind of guess. Um, a beer crawl is where, like, all the places... Y- you can do this. This happens pretty commonly in cities, but they also have one at the state fair. And what it is is, like, they make a list of, like, all the places in the fair that sell alcoholic beverages, and you try to drink something in every place. So what really ends up happening is you're drunk by, like, 8 in the evening because you've had beer at like 12 different stands um so by about like nine there were quite a few tipsy people wandering around the fair like quite a few um 
and we, my friends and I were walking through the section that has like the rides. Um, sorry, I am yawning so much. Um, and there was this guy, uh, he was standing kind of like in the middle of the road and he was talking to nobody in particular, but he was doing it pretty loudly. And he was giving some rather interesting advice. And I thought that I would share this at the podcast. So, to quote further, furtherly known as drunk men. To quote drunk men. People always say you should cheat yourself. But I say you should treat yourself. (laughs) I quote that. (laughs) And he repeated this probably five times while I was in, within earshot. Sometimes going up to, like, people and saying it, but most of the time just, like, speaking to the street in general. That's awesome. And, yeah, I I loved that. That was a good moment. Um, so that's a little snippet of the State Fair for all of you people who don't have the opportunity of going. Also, incidentally, on Sunday this year at the State Fair, they set the... Um, like the record for attendance at the Minnesota State Fair ever. They had like 253,000 people there in one day. So that's pretty cool. Because that's like a quarter of a million. Yeah. Um, which is pretty impressive. That is a fairly popular YouTube video right there. Yeah, it is, if you think about it. Um, okay, so that was the State Fair. Otherwise, um, I went back to school at Northwestern this week for my second week of classes. I had my first Wednesday night choir rehearsal of the year. Um, I don't know. It didn't do much, I don't think. I'm, like, looking at my calendar trying to jog my memory, but I really didn't have that much going on. Um, it was kind of a nice low, low-key low day, week thing. <laughs> the end. I Good. feel like I just bombed my way through that. <laughs> Um, mine probably won't be much better. Um, let's see. School started on Tuesday. Went to a coffee shop. Had coffee. Did school. Yum. Um. Wednesday. Went to a drama class that I have with Miss Carla Barwinick. Because she's awesome like that. Um had more school had a choir banquet that I had to go to that night um ooh banquet yay I love the word banquet (laughs) banquet (laughs) now why is ballet why is it not like banquet well it probably should be unless they're from different languages of origin Mm. or bouquet ballet is ballet is um, ballet is French, which means that you don't pronounce the last consonant unless there's a vowel after it. So when a word ends in a consonant, you chop it off. Mm-hmm. As well as bouquet. Right. Um, but I don't know. Banquet might be from a different language of origin, or we might just be really bad at English, which is very possible. That's true. <clears throat> we should research this. But anyway, at a later date. Um, so that was my Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, more school. 
and uh, band, my first band rehearsal. Um, yay. Yay! <laughs> um, Friday, more school. Uh, Sherlock rehearsal. Still, like, want to live there forever. Just forever. Um, and then we come to today, so that, that was about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is I like really it. Well. Um, I have, I have looked this up. Okay, well, then we're pronouncing banquet wrong. Um, because they're both from Middle French. So it should so be bank, bank hay? It should be like banquet. I don't, I took bank. one year of French. I am not an authority. Okay, good to know. Um, I don't know what we're doing. I feel like I just lost my train of thought and you well, stopped talking. And I just finished talking about my week. Okay, good. I'm glad someone's awake for this podcast. Apologies on the fact that my brain is not really present. Um, it's okay. Oh, it's my taking me a while to talk to me. What? What did it say? My my computer just talked to me. What did it say? Oh, I was looking at oh, I was looking at banquet, and it like the minute I clicked on this link, it pronounced it for me, and I was not prepared for it to pronounce it for me. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. You have a smart computer. Um, moving on. Are you done with your week? I think so. Okay, and I'm done with my week. So what follows is mm, new finds or awkward stories. Pick one. Um, uh, the awkward stories. Okay, and do you have one, or is it just me? I think it's just you. I, I only have a short, like, awesome story, and I'll just say it, which is that I am apparently first chair in flute. Woohoo! So yay. How many flautists are there? Six. That's nice. Best out of six? Uh, try. You are the top 18%? I can't do that math in my head. Yeah, don't try. Don't try. I have no clue. But yeah. Good job. Yay. You're in the top 16 and three quarters percent. It came through in my mind. Okay. I believe you. Um, okay, so I do have an awkward story. Um, so this has been my second week of classes at Northwestern, and I have music theory in the mornings um, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then biology in the afternoons. And I have a about a 25-minute break between classes, during which I have to walk all the way across campus, climb up three flights of stairs, and find my new room. Um, but yesterday... Which was Friday. I was super duper tired after music theory because I just hadn't slept well and I was sleepy. So I stopped by the campus coffee shop and I got um, a coffee drink. Um, so firstly, I get up to my room for biology and I realize that unlike the music theory classroom, which was pleasantly toasty, this classroom is like the freaking Arctic. And I have made the mistake of buying a frozen coffee drink. So I'm quickly, like, shivering as I drink this, because I want to stay awake, but I'm now a little ice cube. Secondly, I sit down. I've taken about mm, three sips. And I reach to set the cup back on the table. 
and I miss the table by about like an eighth of an inch. Like I don't get the cup far enough. So I, being the ninja that I am, I reach out and I catch the cup against the table with my elbow, right? So now it's trapped between my elbow and the table. And I'm like, ha, like, look at that. Like, this is awesome. I just like had a ninja move. No, no, this is not, this is not how the story ends. Apparently, I applied slightly too much pressure when catching the cup because this is like a plastic cup for like frozen coffee drinks and it splits all the way up one side and coffee is now gushing out, like gushing as though I punctured the carotid artery of the coffee. And it is like on my lap, on the table, on the chair, on the floor, all over my hands. I have one itty bitty little napkin, like... It's like trying to stop a bullet with a band-aid. Like, ugh, so bad. So, the person sitting next to me happens to have a couple of napkins. We get most of the coffee cleaned up. I throw the cup away. I've had like four sips of the coffee. So sad. Um, and now I'm so freezing because there's coffee all over my legs. So, I go to clean myself off in the bathroom which happens to be down two flights of stairs because the dumb building designers put bathrooms for men on every single floor and bathrooms for women on only the ground floor. Like, I'm sorry. What? No. Such a dumb move. Just no. I'm standing there in the bathroom. There's coffee on my legs, coffee on my hands, coffee on my shorts. Coffee has dripped down my legs into my shoes. Like, it's everywhere. And I'm like... I have, like, taken my shoes off, and I have, like, one of my feet in the sink, <laughs> like, trying to clean it off, and there's all these students, like, coming and going through the bathroom, and they're all just, like, staring at me in the mirror as I, like, attempt to wash coffee off my legs, and then I finally get back to class, but my legs and hands are, like, sticky for the rest of class, and it was awful. Plus, I did this in a room full of 50 people, so that was pretty cool, too. And nobody laughed, but they all stared at me. <laughs> Poor Simone. And you didn't even drink <sighs> coffee. No. Ugh. I, st- I feel like the universe owes me an iced mocha. I think they do. I agree. I'm glad you agree. I agree with that. I agree. So, there's my story of the week. I, I-, I applaud that story. <sighs> I feel like these are the things that only ever happened to me. You know well, what I'm it happens. You know, life happens. That's my deep thought for the for the week. I like it. <laughs> okay. New finds. Yay for finding things that are new. You're going first. Okay. Now, I have a new find of sorts, but it's kind of a different new find than anything we've talked about yet. Instead of telling you about something I found that's new that I like, I'm going to tell you something new that I found that I do not like. Ooh, I'm excited. Is it Miley Cyrus twerking at the VMAs? While I do not like that, no. That is not what it is. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um... It was some of my recommended reading for my history class this week, and it is called The Epic of Gilgamesh. Oh gosh, Gilgamesh. For those of you who haven't read it slash don't know what it is, it is a 
um, uh, words, um, a story that was like an, well, it's an epic, and it was, it was written by, like, the ancient kind of groups of people back, like, the Babylonians and the Assyrians, they all kind of had their own little version of this. And it's the story, I don't even know what the story is. It's about this guy named Gilgamesh and his friend, like, Enkidu, and they go on epics, and Enkidu dies, and it's really dramatic, and all it's really about, let me just be blunt, it's about men going on epic conquest and, um, prostitution. That's really all it's about. (laughs) It's such an exciting book. I hated it. Ugh. um, And, like, okay... Have you read, like, the Odyssey and the Iliad? I know the stories, but I haven't read them. Okay. Like, I read both of those, and I loved those. Those mm-hmm. are, like, so fun. And they're, like, they're similar. They're written in, like, epic form, and, like, they're written around the same time period. And even, like, certain parts of the story are the same. It's about, like, men taking big journeys and, like, well, a little less heavy-handed on the prostitution, but there's some. But I, like, enjoyed those. Gilgamesh was, like, wading through peanut butter to try to read. Actually, wading through peanut butter sounds really good. <laughs> it was, like, wading through spinach. It was so gross. Yeah. Um, what made it even worse is I read, I went on the, the website, um, because I do mine online, and it said, read the Epic of Gilgamesh. Pay attention to the, ele- and it's in 12 tablets. That's, that's how yeah. it's read. So it says, pay attention to these tablets where they talk about the Great Flood and how it relates to Noah's Great Flood in the Bible. Whatever. So I go through and read the whole stu- whole stupid thing in two days, because I had a feeling, you know, I better read this. And I took the reading quiz for it, and and yay, I completed it, huzzah! And then on the forum, I go back to the forum and I read all the posts. And this one guy posts something about, hey, what tablets are the eleven? What tablets are the the the, the Great Flood? What tablets are those in? And then someone comments, oh, it's the eleventh and twelfth tablets. You only need to read those to pass the quiz. Oh. I hate that. What? And then I thought about the quiz, and he's like, yeah. You really only need to read the 11th and 12th tablets to pass this quiz. I'm so sorry. I hate when teachers do that. It's like, if it, if it, if you really only need to read those two, and you still want the kids to read the book, okay. But, like, you should handle that differently. So frustrating. I feel ya. I, let me tell you, a little similar story. So I started this biology class, and there's like a chapter, we go through like a chapter a week, and the teacher's like, okay, like, make sure you have the chapter read before you come on Monday, and then we'll talk about it Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then like have the next chapter read for the next week. And I'm like, okay. So I've done this for the past two weeks. And the chapters are long. They're like 30 pages each, and they're like in textbook form. So that's a lot of reading to do. And I'm not great with science, so it takes me about, like, two hours to do a chapter. And I've been taking notes, too, to, like, help myself remember. I get to class yesterday, Friday. I'm the only one in the class who has been reading the chapters. Everyone else goes online, looks at the teacher's PowerPoint slides for the week, copies notes off that, and just... Some kids didn't even buy the textbook. I'm so unhappy. Why? Now, why did... Why? I know! People! Yes. 
And actually, yeah. Well, here's the thing. On that for forum post, I actually posted it would be in your best interest to read all of it. And then everyone's like, oh, that's so much reading. I'll just read those two. It's like, oh, gee, thanks. You know? People of tomorrow, everybody. One of the one of the people in, like, our class, you know, like, our age range is going to be the president of America yes. at some point. Like, you better have read Gilgamesh if you're going to be the president. You better not be one of those people who only read the first, the, the last two tablets. Yeah, because we are judging you hardcore if you're a last two tablet reader. Like, don't so do much that. judgment. Don't, just don't do that. Just do the work. It's not that hard. <sighs> it's not that hard. And you know what? Like... Even if you don't enjoy it, and even if you think the story's dumb, and even if you forget it in two weeks, you're still a better person because you, you like, did hard work. And I know that it's cheesy and cliche, but, like, hard work does build character. And, like, if you even never if, have to do anything you don't enjoy, you're going to be a stupid person. Even if you're reading about epic wars and prostitution? Yeah, building character. <laughs> <clears throat> such a stupid book. Oh. I, like, I don't enjoy the book, but I do get, like, its historical relevance and mm -hmm. why we need to read it. Oh, yeah. That's, like, how I feel about algebra. Like, I think it's stupid, but I get why I need it. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. You know, if you compare this to the Bible, I think they were written around the same time. Mm-hmm. I, I might be a little older. The Bible is, you know relatively easy to read. It is written in a way that a person off the street can come and read it, usually. Yeah. The edition that we were supposed to read for this test was one that was like a direct translation of the original tablets. Sorry, my cat is knocking on the door, if you can hear that. I can't. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> He's very desperately wants to get in. Um, and not all the tablets are complete, and some of them have, he has to insert words. So it's written in like this poetic format, and then there's inserted things and parentheses things, and then there's a paragraph where it says, this part of the of the epic was lost, but here's what happens. And it's like, I get the things where you explain what happens more than I get the actual text, because the way you wrote it makes no sense. Yeah, and like, <clears throat> it probably made a ton of sense to like the people of the time. Yeah. Which is exactly why we don't keep... Which is exactly why there are translations of the Bible that are, like, strictly, like, word-to-word, -word, like, literal translations of what it means. But they often include a lot of things like euphemisms and, like, colloquialisms and, like, slang that we wouldn't understand. And so I think that's why having so many different translations of the Bible is helpful because, like, well, for example, for me, if I'm reading something and I really don't get it, I can always go to, like, the message which isn't nearly as beautiful, and I think oftentimes misses a lot of, like, the delicacy of the Bible, but at least you, like, definitely for sure know what it's talking about. And then I can go back and, like, read it again in, like, the NIV and be like, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's benefits to different translations of things. Yes, I agree. Now, we need to take a, a pause for a moment. I have to get my cat. Okay. He is yelling at the door, and I feel bad for him. Oh, poor Sammy Pujin. Okay. Yeah, get in here. He wants to podcast. Oh. Okay. He would have such a cute little podcast. Oh. Sam. Oops. Fine. 
the tabby cat talks. Now he's just being ignorant. So. Sam. Anyway. He obviously has not read Gilgamesh. He has not read Gilgamesh. What are you going to do? What? I'm, your cat has not read Gilgamesh. You need to fix this. I don't I don't know. At least hopefully then he what, what is he doing? Oh, he's chewing on things. Hopefully it won't lead him to have illusions of grandeur. Yes. No epic adventures, Sam. No. No prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's the thing. The like there's two women in there and one of them is only there for sex and the other one is a goddess who's like in love with everybody. So awkward. Like, I I tell ya, I tell ya, men, men, like, okay, I'm not, like, a feminist or anything, but, like, it, there are some things that ancient people did not have straight, and one of them, I believe, is, like, the purpose of women. <laughs> yep. Yes, please. <sighs> anyway, somehow... Oh, the, okay, so the Epic of Gilgamesh was your new find that you didn't like. Yes. I like the inclusion of things that we find that we don't like. That'll help me in the future. Because oftentimes I'm like, well, like, I read that book, but it wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Or I listened to that song, but I didn't like it very much. So, we're so expanding there you go. the genre. Um, I actually have two new finds. I had three, but I don't think one of them... It's not exciting enough. So we're we're going with the best two. The first one, um, they're both songs, and the first one is a song called Cannonball, and it's by Damien Rice, and I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, it's a very, like, chill, relaxed song, and I think the lyrics, especially for the chorus, are, I don't know, they're just really, like, do you ever hear lyrics to a song and you're like, it's not like the lyrics are especially original or especially like, whoa. You're just like, oh, like, I like those. Like, I, I have those, I have that moment when I listen to, what's that song? Call Me Maybe. <laughs> yeah! Uh, yes, that's exactly how it is. It's like a Call Me Maybe feel. So the song doesn't sound at all like Call Me Maybe. Right. And the lyrics are definitely different, but I feel that way when I listen to the chorus. So... The second song, um, there's a band that just released their first full-length album. The name of the band is The 1975, um, and they released their first full album. I haven't heard all the songs on the album yet, um, but I, the ones that I have heard, I've heard about half of it, I really, really like. Um, and my favorite song, it's the first track of the CD, and it's called Chocolate, and I will put that in the link to the show notes too. And Katie, I think that you will like this song. It just, it kind of reminds me of you, like the tempo and the beat and such. Oh. So, those are... Okay. Oh! Speaking of which, that reminds me, I do have a new find this week. You do? Like an actual one. And, and I wasn't, I, th- I think I kind of forgot about it because you've actually said it before. Um, so it's really not anything new. Um... But I downloaded that the 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 um, Paul Arend EP. Yeah, and that's a good EP. It's a good EP. I really like the music on there, and I appreciate that he he was giving it for free because I'm poor. Yeah, I'm 
I totally, I totally get you. So I'll <laughs> so put a I link just, to I wanna, that one I want to plug that again. You know, definitely if it's still free, or even if it's not free, you should still go get it because it's really yeah. good. Even when it's not free, I think it's only like five bucks. So. Yeah, which is really good so, for what it is. I'll put a link again in the show notes. I've listened to those songs entirely too many times, like, They're and so I love good. them. He's I a made my. Great, is, did he write those? Yeah. He's a great songwriter. Yeah, he really is. I made myself take a break from it this week because I was like, I don't want to get sick of it by listening to it too much. <clears throat> but tomorrow I will be listening to it again. <laughs> um, so good. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Glad. Um, I downloaded the... I'm not sure if it's an EP or a full-length album by the guy whose name I can't remember, but you recommended it a couple of weeks ago. Um, I think he's one of your Asians. Was it the? Was it one of the Asians? It was probably Andrew Huang. Yeah, yeah, Andrew Voyager. Huang or Huang. Wang. Huang. Voyager. I haven't listened to it yet, but I have disloaded it, <laughs> downloaded it. <laughs> It's very good. I don't know if it's really your kind of music, but, you know, go for it. Okay, unless it's Screamo, it's my type of music. I don't think it's Screamo. Yeah, I like everything but that, so. Okay, then I think you'll like it. All right. Um, <clears throat> I think we're done with the show. What? No. Well, you, you said if it was under 40 minutes, you had something you were going to say. Yeah, um... And we are under 40 minutes. We are under 40 minutes. Okay, so on Tumblr, these little questionnaire things go around. Um, so I figured since we have extra time and people might want to get to know us better. Do you um, mean those people I, who totally don't listen to our podcast and don't care about us? Yeah, those people. Oh, um, cool. I figured I would find one. And I I reblogged one recently, so I'm scrolling through my posts attempting to find it. Um I la 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 Okay, I'm getting close. I think it's one more. Aha. Um Okay, I'm going to take a couple of screen caps of this so that I don't have to have Tumblr open because that always freaks my computer out when I have Tumblr and Skype open for some reason. Um, So, let's see. Okay, there are 32 questions, which we don't have to answer all of. Um, But I will read you a couple and you can answer them if you would like. Okay. <clears throat> if you had to be a bird or a fish, which one would you be? Oh, that says a lot about me, doesn't it? It does. I think I'd rather be a bird because it's easier to stay out of the water than it is to stay uh, um to stay in the water. Hmm, I like that theory. Um, which side of the bed do you sleep in? Wait a minute, you need to answer it. Oh, okay. Um, I would also be a bird because I've always wanted to be able to fly. Okay. And I can already swim, so. That's true. Um, which side of the bed do you sleep in, Katie? 
I sleep, let's see, I'm on my bed, so I actually sleep right in the middle, but if you want to get really technical, I think I tend to sleep a little to the right. Huh, I sleep on the right side as well. And I sleep very, very much on the right side. I have like a bunk bed, so there are kind of railings, and I sleep like pressed up against the one on the right side. Um, <clears throat> what is a hidden talent that you have? A hidden talent that I have? Like something that people might not know about you, but something that you're good at or you can do. Well, apparently my hidden talent is Archibald impressions. Because even oh, I didn't yes. know about that. <laughs> it's very hidden. <laughs> um, I would say, oh, I'm pretty good at like doing like, um poster type things like bubble letters or things with like calligraphy or script and oh, yeah. I don't pull that out very often but I'm pretty good at that you've always been um, very good at that I think thank you um oh my parents are talking out there kitty no, you can't leave them. see now Sam wants to leave uh, uh. um what is the last book that you read The last one that I finished, or the last one that I picked up and was reading? The last one that you picked up and was reading. It was either what it was either um, my Bible or my journal, because those are the two things I read last night. All right. Um, <clears throat> the last one that I read was, oh, I finished the Lauren Graham book, Someday, Someday, oh, Maybe. It was, was really there- good. Was there horrible, bloody violence and inappropriate situations at the end? There was one slightly inappropriate situation at the end, but that's it. Okay. Um, are tattoos attractive on the opposite gender? Oh, I know how you're going to answer that one. Um, um, but for me, a well-placed tattoo can make all the difference. I agree. Um... So, therefore, I... no butterfly tattoos on six-packs. <laughs> you remembered that. I did remember um, that. I, okay, I have come to realize that this, are, this is my view of tattoos on men. I don't like it when they're colorful. And I don't particularly like pictures. But if you have a small design or a quote, I'm a big fan. I'm a big yes. fan. Especially if it's, like, on your arms. Or, like your collarbone area. I like the wrists. Wrists. Oh, wrists are cool. Or like right above the waistband of your pants. I think that's <laughs> a really nice place. No, I'm not even kidding. I know somebody who has one right there and I think it's extremely attractive. Hmm. His his name also happens to be Harry Styles, but you know. Whoa, that's awkward. So wait, he has more than one tattoo then? <laughs> he is 39. Oh. It must all be like under his clothing. Um, some of them are pretty visible. He has a lot of ones, like, on his left wrist. Oh. He's, like, See, I don't go around ones. finding pictures of Harry Styles, so what do I know? Yeah, you don't. I can recite them all from memory. That's a hidden talent that I have. Um. Moving on. Moving on. Do you, oh, okay, do you believe in luck or being unlucky or karma? I believe in it in the sense that I think it's fun to imagine a world where it exists, but I think I would say only in that sense. Does that I don't make believe sense? in what? Does that make any sense? Yeah, no, it does. 
Okay. It's like how, the way that I believe in magic when I read Harry Potter. Yeah, that kind of thing. I do not believe in luck or in being unlucky. However, karma is like a different thing. I think I believe in karma in a different way than people believe in karma. So the thing about karma is it's like whatever you put into things is what you'll get out of them. However, I kind of believe in karma in like uh, if you always have a bad attitude about everything, then you will interpret what happens as bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if you tell yourself you're having a bad day, you'll notice all the things that go wrong. So, in that sense, I believe, like, we kind of interpret what happens to us based on what we're putting into it. That's probably true. Yeah. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Tell me an item from your bucket list. Ooh. Now, is this, like, a feasible bucket list or an absolutely other out-of-this-world, probably-never-going-to-happen bucket list? Um, okay, it's not the kind of bucket list where you can wish that you will get your letter from Hogwarts, but it's the kind of bucket list where you could want to be a millionaire. So, I can't say going on an adventure with the doctor? No. It has to be, like, it has to be, like, physically possible. Okay. Um. Uh, something I want to do. I... Okay, before I die, which I guess is what a bucket list is, I want to have, like, an onstage kiss. Ooh. Like a theater kiss. That's a nice bucket list item. It's, like, unusual and cool and definitely could happen, but might not. Probably won't, but, you know. All right. I can dream. Um, an item from my bucket list, I would, at some point, like to meet someone who has been or is the president of the United States. Ooh. I think our two answers, wow. I think they really speak to our personalities now that I think about it. <laughs> I really that's, love the presidents. It's <laughs> really scary. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you're an adult yet? I, I, I don't. But I had this moment yesterday. I was um, trying on jeans Mm-hmm. And I got a size that technically should have fit me, but it would have been like in the juniors jeans. Yeah. Yeah. And I put it on and it just felt all wrong. And that was the moment when I realized I am a woman. You are a woman. Yes. <laughs> My little Katie is growing up. Um, I feel like an adult in the respect that I feel like I could live on my own and be okay. However... Things like college loans very much confuse me. So I feel like there are some things that I need to understand first. Yeah. Um, is there a moment in your life you wish you could relive again? Not like relive and do something different, but like it was so good you'd like to experience it again. Yes. What is it? <laughs> I can't really <laughs> say it on the podcast. Okay, well, Katie has a moment. She's probably getting, I, I like, do super have steamy with an Asian. Wait, what? I said you were probably getting, like, steamy with an Asian. No! <laughs> For Pete's sake, I'm not a creeper. No, it was actually a, a theatrical moment. I, I, I won't, like, tell you all the gory details, but it, there was a moment I was doing some acting a few months ago. And let's just say, for the first time ever, I felt like I actually had a really magical stage connection with my partner 
That's really nice. In a way that I've never had before on stage, and it was really cool. I have a similar moment that I'd like to relive. Um, It was one of my last years when I was still taking classical ballet lessons, and I was partnered with a guy for a dance. Um, It actually wasn't a classical ballet dance. It was a musical theater dance. But I was partnered with a guy who just knew, like, exactly what he was doing. And so all the lifts that we did together, we got to do some, like, really fun, complicated lifts. Um, And when we finally did performance, the audience just, like, loved it. And so I would go back and relive the applause again. That was a great moment. Um, Ooh, okay. This is question number 22. So sometimes people like to be clever. So note the number. Okay. Right now, are you happy, free, confused, or lonely? Say that again? Right now, are you happy, free, confused, or lonely? Happy, free, confused, or lonely. Well, I'll say lonely, but I don't mean that in the sense of even with your presence, I feel all alone. I say that because today I have absolutely nothing to do, and you're probably the only person besides my parents I'm going to see and I feel very lonely. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with lonely as well for a slightly different reason. I am seeing other people today. Um, I think I'm at like a stage in my life where a lot of my friends are older than me and are already mm-hmm. like out of state at college or like doing other things or like really busy right now. And so yeah. I feel like this year I lost a ton of my friends. So I feel like I have very few okay. Um, name a song that reminds you of someone you have loved or love currently. <clears throat> I'm hoping we don't have to say why it reminds us of them. Nope. You just have to name a I song. Do, I do have a song. Um, do I have a song? Yes. Um, the song is Crystallized by Lindsey Sterling. I have no idea what that song is. I'll put it in the show notes, oh though. Oh, my gosh. It, it it reminds me of, not necessarily a person, I mean, it kind of is of a person, but it's also of, like, a time in my life that doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Yes, I hate songs that make you feel those things. Um, for me, I'm going to be cheesy. Um, and I'm going to go with a song by One Direction called Summer Love, and it reminds me of a very particular person. And also of a time in my life that is no longer present. Um, and, and I I live in fear of this song coming on someplace in public because I have yet to be able to listen to it and not cry. Oh. So I, I really hope that it does not come on in public anyway. Um, okay. Um, we just have like a few more. Okay. I've been kind of selecting the best questions. Um... <clears throat> what is one piece of advice you would give your 12-year-old self? So, was that 6th grade? Yes. Yes. One piece of advice I would give my 12-year-old self. You think your life sucks. Don't worry. It gets a heck of a lot better. Hmm, that's a nice piece of advice. Um, I would say... It will benefit you if you learn that the things that people say about you are not always true. 
and that people don't know you the way that they think they do. Um, do you like scary movies? Do you even have to ask that question? Well, the podcast people may not know. <sighs> well, okay. In truth, I'm really not a huge fan of scary movies because usually they can't they can't seem to produce good psychological thrillers that are like appropriate. Mm, I, I mean, feel that. we don't need psychological thrillers with inappropriate content. But as a rule, I do like scary things. We'll, we'll say that. I do not. I do not enjoy. I am okay with being afraid. I do not want to willingly subject myself to fear. That seems very idiotic to me. Well, I agree with you. And I wouldn't and I I don't like doing it unless I know there's like a way I can get out of it. So like when I play Slender, there's a little button here. It says escape. I can hit that at any time. And to me, I'd rather play like <laughs> Candy Crush Saga. Uh, there's no like character. There's no atmosphere. All right then. I just had we'll a mental breakdown. On. Sorry. Um. Huh. Okay, there are four. There are four more questions. I'm gonna give them all of. I'm going to tell them all to you, and you pick the one you'd like to answer most. Okay. What is the nicest thing someone has ever done for you? What is one thing you'd like to say to the person you most dislike? Tell me a secret about yourself. And then, I'll include this just because it's there, but I feel like you're not going to have an answer. But when you're very angry, what is your go-to swear word? <laughs> um, I do not. I, I probably have a go-to non-swear word for the last one, but I can't think of it at this second. Um, I think I'm going to answer. Okay, give them to me again. Okay. The nicest thing someone's done for you, something you'd like to say to the person you most dislike, or a secret about yourself. I think I'm going to go with the one, something I could say to the person I most dislike. Ooh. And I think I would say, I have no clue what I would say. I have to think about that one. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, you answer pick. The, I'll answer the same question. Um, and what I would like to say is, to the person that I most dislike. Life is not all about you, and I would really appreciate it if you would figure that out. Ooh, that's intense. <sighs> to the person I most dislike, I'd say... <sighs> I can't even think of... I can't even think of words. Words are not in my brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything. Hmm. Um, ugh, um, um, um... <laughs> I'm going to crop all of this out. This is really boring. I don't care. Um, we are so alike that your that your poor qualities bring to light what I need to work on in life. I definitely have some people like that in my life. Definitely. That's what I'm going to go with. We are so alike that when I see your quality, your bad qualities and good qualities, they remind me of what I need to be working on in my own life. I actually had a moment with somebody once where I was in a similar situation, and the and I actually said, like, a very similar thing, which is kind of funny, but I think what I said is, like, I came out, it was, 
I am pretty good at coming up with like nice little comebacks. That is you a hidden are. talent that I have. Um, and I think what I said in the moment is like, I don't even like looking in the mirror because I'm afraid I'll see you and me. Like, Whoa! <laughs> it was like That's dramatic, intense. but it worked. That is intense. But yeah, I think I find that the people I I end up greatly disliking are the people that are most like me, which is kind of scary. Yep. I definitely have that too. Like the person the person who I most dislike right now is someone who reminds me of myself a ton. A ton. A ton. A ton. Um I think I think that about does us for the show. I think it does. So so unlucky or lucky or we don't really believe in luck episode 13 is coming to a close. Aww. We're Next teenagers. Week is Friday the 13th. We're teenagers in the we world of podcasting. We are teenagers. Wow. That's intense. We're going to be going to high school next podcast. Oh, yay. Those wonderful teen years. Mmm. Smells like teen spirit. All right. Any closing words for the non-listeners of the universe? <laughs> um, the only thing I can think of is the, the immortal words of Jordan Taylor from Blimey Cow. Give them to me. Don't be messy. And leave good messages. <laughs> yes, so I would like to just quickly insert a plug that you please email us things. And also that you actually listen to this. That would be good, too. Yeah. Um, please do listen. We... The, I mean, we will continue podcasting if people don't listen, but it's more fun if people do listen, and if you get involved. And, like, right now, so few people listen that if you listen, you could pretty much automatically become our best friends instantly, because we will give you a lot of attention. We will. This is your golden podcast moment. So join us, because we're awesome. No, we're not. Why am I even saying that? We are... Awkwardsome. Wow. Yeah. Every podcast, we invent a new word. They put YOLO in the dictionary. No! What is America coming to? But yeah, I think almost not every podcast, but I know last one we invented a word. What did we like, invent? Um, doesn't. Oh, doesn't. Is that a word? Did we ever? I don't think we ever found that out. I'm Googling it as we speak. This is, <laughs> this is what happens on the last two minutes of the podcast i google things it's a word what yep um i think we actually made that a word i think secretly we made that a word nope 12 or a group of 12 it is a word yep wow and i thought we made it up all by ourselves someone in 12th place just say right, 12th then. place. Yeah, doesn't place. Don't say doesn't place. All right. So, <laughs> friend, it is the end. Goodbye. Auf Wiedersehen. This has been the Two for the Road podcast. 
If you like what you hear, please leave us a rate and review in iTunes. You can find this podcast on iTunes and on our blog, the two for the road podcast.wordpress.com. You can send us feedback via our email, two for the road podcast at gmail.com, and find us on Twitter. Our handle is two underscore for the road, and that's the word two. Our theme music is Knots by Jeremy Messersmith. Thanks again for listening. Farewell. I'm Simone. And I'm Katie. Crap. Are we doing this right? What episode is this? This is 13. Yeah. Oh, this is 13. So you start. I'm sorry. I just... Okay. Okay. Go. I'm Simone. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to episode 13. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. Sorry. Can we try it one more time? It feels so awkward today. I think it's because it's, you know, nine in the morning. It's 9.33. Okay, 9.33. Exactly. I blame it on the early morningness. Okay, let's go.